Have you guys ever seen James and the Giant Peach? Yes. Yep. It's been a yes. while, but yes, I have. Yeah. So for the, those of you that are listening that haven't seen it, um, I guess it's about a boy who temporarily lives inside of a peach. What did happen exactly? He got some magic beans and or magic seeds or little magic bugs and then yeah, uh, yep. like little hopping things that bounced around, little green things, and it jumped into the peach. Peach. Say peach. <laughs> and then the peach got huge. Yeah. And he climbed inside it and he like they attached a bunch of balloons to it. Was that how did it float away? Seagulls. It, seagulls. Yeah, attached a bunch of seagulls to it. Uh, apparently I haven't seen James in the Giant. It's been a it's, while. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a hot me, minute. I don't really remember how he ended me. up floating around the sky. Yeah, they like float over to America or whatever to escape <laughs> his evil ants and then it like falls down on top of like the Empire State Building yep. and him and all the bugs are inside this giant peach, and they eat it, and everybody eats it, and everybody lives happily ever after, more or less. So, why did I bring that up? I don't know. <laughs> it just seemed like a good thing to talk about. Um, but, you know, imagine if you had a peach, or an apple, or a piece of fruit for that matter, and you bite into it, and you find a bug inside that fruit. Have you guys ever had that happen? Yeah, yeah. a worm in a banana. Yeah. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, it was gross. I've, I've had That's several I to eat bananas. apples with worms in them. So uh, you like bit into it and there was a worm in it? Yeah, sometimes half a worm. What was... did you do? Because <laughs> you ate the other half. Just crunch it up. And <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you did? Did you just keep chewing it and just eat the worm? If I was half, if I was more or less, you know, already chewed it up, I was like, well, I might as well just swallow it. <laughs> it's like it. at this point, I might yeah. as well just finish it and off. And I would just take my knife and cut the, the rest of the yeah, bad cut, part out. Cut the rest of it out and the rest is history. So, um, imagine for a moment if you opened up, um, I don't know, an apple or a peach or a pear and found something else inside of it, like, I don't know. A tiny little city of people? Yeah, a tiny little city of people. It'd be pretty wild, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. But we'll talk more about finding a city of people inside your fruit later. So, welcome to TDI Live. This is Tie-Dyed Iguana's official podcast. Uh, episode 29. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. Oh, I forgot you were here. You're sitting right next to me. <laughs> and you're Smack listening him. to TDI Live. Well, I gave you all my love and I gave you all my trust and I gave you everything that you need. But you only told me lies and you made me realize that, babe, you ain't no good for me. I can't be So what's new in the world of tie-dyed iguana? Well, this last weekend was the biggest Show Me Snakes show of the year. I call it the tax return show. It's when everybody gets a little crazy. And uh, it was a little crazy. Um, Stephanie and I and Eric worked it start to finish. Uh, Heather, when did you get there? Around noon-ish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, around noon. After the, after the major rush. Chelsea was out there. Bill stayed home. It was still Alex packed was like there. sardines when I got there. So it like must sardines. have been... It was busy up there to like three. Yeah, it pretty much didn't slow mm-hmm. down. So... Uh, it was a huge show. Um, what were some noteworthy things from the show? We got a counterfeit $10 bill, which, uh, you know, we just didn't look close enough at it. But it was a shit job. Like, you could see where it was all cut, like, all crooked. It looked like some kid cut it out with a pair of scissors, which they probably did. Um, we had a uh, four-foot-tall uh, cage stolen. So, that motherfucker. So, now we're installing cameras on our booth <laughs> going huh. forward because of 
shithead motherfuckers like that that just picked up a cage and walked away, and who knows who else got shit stolen at that show. So, um, I think we tried, uh, someone tried giving us a fake credit card, too. Yeah, we definitely had a dude that we think was trying to give us a fake credit card. Like, we were trying to enter the number in on Square, and it would, like, stop you from entering it, like, halfway in. So I think it was totally bogus, and he's like... I don't know, man. It's what I get paid on. I'm like, maybe you didn't get paid, dude. I don't know. I wouldn't even let us enter date. Yeah, I can't even enter the card (laughs) number. Um, But yeah, it was an awesome show. If you've not been to a Show Me Snakes show yet, you need to check it out. Um, It's run by uh, Mickey and Tamara. Um, Actually, I probably shouldn't put their last name out here. Ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Mickey and Tamara run it. Um, Google Show Me Snakes, and you'll find all the info. There's several of them in St. Louis, several of them in Springfield, Missouri, where we'll be in two weeks. Uh, They're in Davenport, Iowa. They are in Wisconsin, and... I don't know if it's been announced, but I'll announce it. June 13th, it's going to premiere in Paducah, Kentucky. So we'll be there. And so you're going to go down and do the Kentucky show? Yeah, we're going to go to Paducah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's not too far away. That's only about four hours. Um, It's like our same day. It's actually two and a half when I pulled it up. Yeah, two and a half, three hours. So we'll still go down the night before, but we could, in theory, go down that morning. Right. But we'll go down the night before. Yeah, it's right on Kentucky-Illinois border. Yeah. Mike Wells says that at the show, he bummed a shot off the TDI owner at 9.30 a.m. That's, what, that's yep. what Mike Wells says. That is that is true. That was actually, Mike, you're right. That was the first shot of the day. So uh, I call him Doc, Dr. Wells. He uh, owns a veterinary clinic. And, uh, yeah, I guess it was about 9.30 in the morning. We did a shot of 99 schnapps. Uh, he did 99, I think he did 99 root beer, and I did 99 bananas. And uh, it took his breath away. It was awesome. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of, the 99 shot is like the new shot of tie-dyed iguana. So they're a lot of fun if you haven't played with them yet. They're, um, they're schnapps, so it's like fruity flavors. Uh, it's 99 proof, so it's strong as crap. Heather's over here shaking her head. I can't, I wouldn't drink a single Have one. Have you tried one yet? I haven't even taken a, taken a sip. So no, why not? Because if I drink one, a full one, it's gonna Just make me. Just take a sip. Yeah. Just take a sip make of you the what? butterscotch. I want to hear her say it. What's it gonna do? I'm gonna make me, like pass out at my computer or something <laughs> sounds like a real party Heather. don't pass out at your computer they'll draw on your face oh and here we wouldn't do that to I'm you just no <laughs> <laughs> she's like all right Err. no we wouldn't draw on you um so this weekend or this upcoming week is global pet expo um we're supposed to be there i don't know i'm kind of having second thoughts um you should go we've got We've got the Springfield show next weekend, and none of my deliveries are slated to show up on time right now, so I'm stressing out really bad about it and considering canceling Global Pet Expo to stay behind and work on that. So I have 24 hours to get a mostly full refund if I'm going to cancel, so I just don't know. We'll see. Stephanie said she'd go down alone, so I might just send her down there and I'll stay behind. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, Global is coming up. Um, that's when all the new stuff is unveiled. Well, I'm going to take that back. Super Zoo is typically when all the new stuff's unveiled. But they do unveil some stuff at Global. It's a cool time to see a lot of, like, other uh, manufacturers and, um, you know, the higher-ups with different vendors and whatnot, you know, versus just the sales reps coming in. So it's pretty much what's new at Tide Out Iguana. T-shirts are selling good. If you haven't got one, get one soon. Um, we will be moving on to the next... Uh, part of the series this is uh shirt one of six in series one we'll be moving on to shirt two in about two to three months so uh, if you want to collect them all this is the only run of these we're not going to do another run so get it now do you guys have anything new going on in your world of tie-dyed iguana 
Not that we haven't talked about. Nobody ever has anything new except for me. What's wrong well, with I mean, this we picture? We have summer camp. We have an Easter event. We have all kinds of new stuff. Ooh, that's an up Easter event. Have, I forgot about that. We have. Yeah, um, it's like the first weekend in April, I think. Yeah, April. The 4th. excellent. When 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 is when is Easter this year? The, April twelfth. Yeah. Okay. And we will be closed. It's one of three days a year that we're closed. So, contrary to popular belief, we don't close when it rains, whether that rain be frozen or not. We get yeah. that all the time. People call and they're like, are you closed? I'm like, why would we be closed? Just because there's stuff yeah, going on. Because of the, of the weather. I'm like, what weather? And they're like, it's snowing. And I'm like, why would we close? <laughs> I mean, if we had like... There's precipitation. You know, a foot or more. We closed twice in ever in TDI history. When we had that 14 inches or 18 inches or whatever back mm-hmm. in 2012, maybe? It was either 12 or 13. Yeah, it was a while ago. But yeah, because yeah, it was, it was a foot a little over a foot. Yeah, I remember that. Because yeah, it was, wasn't it the one that was like three days into spring? No, it was in January, right after January. Christmas break. Yeah, the kids they, were supposed okay. to go back to school. And they, and they got, got a whole a full okay. another week off. Dude, and cool. the week was ignorant. Like, the roads were cleared in like three days, and they kept canceling school because there was snow on the sidewalk. I'm like, are you right. fucking kidding me? Snow. Oh, let's but initially, school. those first two days, because it snowed for like two days straight. Yeah, I remember snow Matt on the sidewalk. Trying to come home at one point. Yeah. So we closed that day, and then our in 2006, I think it was, there was that really, really, really heavy ice storm. You know where the area was without oh, power yeah, for that's like where, weeks? Yeah, that's where like branches were falling off and destroying cars, because yeah. I lived in Belleville then. Most it was people insane. didn't have power either. <clears throat> and we was out there, we, we didn't lose power, but just it was like the whole neighborhood did, except us and a few other houses. But you could hear it, you could hear it like something snap, and you could hear it like hitting houses, like these big branches because of the mm-hmm. weight of the ice. I remember we were sitting in our living room. And we, we had lost power. Yeah. We knew we were going to. And I remember, like, hearing Transformers exploding and, like, Ugh. seeing the flashes out the window in the middle yeah. of the night. And you just hear, like, that, whoom, mm-hmm. and you'd see a big old flash. And it was just, and you couldn't do anything about it. There was so right. much ice. Landon was a baby. We, you know, luckily we had the gas fireplace because that's what it was like. No power, yeah. no heat. Yeah. But uh, those are the only two times in TDI history we've ever closed. So we close Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and we do not close when it rains. And we don't close when there's snow on the grass. So quit being a bitch, get in the car, and come on in. Aaron Kaufman says that he agrees. He works at a hospital, and they never close. Yeah, you just get exactly. yourself to work. All it is is a, <laughs> it's an excuse for people to be lazy. Like, people are like, oh, it's snowing. We can't go to work. It's like, dude, really? Like, Excuses. Anyway, I better stop because I'm going to get on a rant. It was way too early in the show to get on a rant like that. Yeah. So let's move on to our reptile industry news. Heather, you have an update for us. Okay, so this is, uh, the first thing is an update on the story about the uh, the crocodile with the tire around its neck. So an expert from Australia, he is one of the uh, country's best, uh, I guess, crocodile wranglers. He, uh, <laughs> in Australia. Tires off of a crocodile so, so he he flew to Indonesia last week and he tried for four days to catch a damn crocodile and he failed. How? This can't be that difficult. Really? I mean, he says. The, where are they having problems? Okay, the so okay, or? so the crocodile. It's catching, it's he, in whenever the wild. he senses people coming or sees people coming, he just dives down. Yeah. He, like, yeah. So basically, this crocodile has gotten too smart for them. Why will nobody tranquilize this crocodile? He said he tried. Um, he didn't try hard he enough. Missed. Yeah. Oh, he missed. Yeah. He missed. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Hit his buddy in the butt. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yay! Blowgun. <laughs> yep. He says he's one of the toughest crocodiles he's ever encountered to catch. This so. crocodile's so smart. Yeah. He can, he can dodge bullets. It's like the Matrix. He knows Kung Fu. Oh. <laughs> All right, so um, 
that's the update there. What was, uh, do you, do you remember what the reward was? They didn't, never said. So, so those of you that didn't listen last week, we've got a, well, we don't, but there is a crocodile. Here, tell us about it. You know more about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a crocodile in Indonesia that's lived for years with his damn tire stuck around his neck. Heather said damn tire. You guys better mark your calendar. She said tire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, he, uh, he, yeah, so they, at first they said they were going to offer a reward, but I think the update was that they are not or they're calling it off the rewards, so I guess this... Because everyone's showing up, probably, and yeah, panicking. Yeah, and this Australia yeah, guy, I guess he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart, or as a challenge, or well, whatever. the second you put out a reward now, all these people are going to show up and make the situation worse. You can't it work when you have... It makes stupid decisions, yeah. No, we're like, you. yeah, we're going to have a lawsuit now, because people are going to get ate by this crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> trying uh, to take okay. a tire off his neck. It's natural selection. Yep. Okay, so the new story this week is uh, related to the... The story we talked about at the beginning. Uh, this couple in Canada, apparently they're Canada. chopping chopping up uh, green bell peppers, and when they chopped one open, uh, a little frog hopped out. <laughs> it was a was it a? It was it was, there was no holes or anything in this pepper. This this frog just magically came out. Like of a this. tree wow. frog. Yeah, green tree frog. So in the Canada? question in Canada. Yeah, but where did the peppers come from? Yeah, the a, peppers yeah. probably they're imported. Probably imported. And, yeah, they're, the well, is, yeah how, they're mostly southwest, I think. So but how does it Mexico. end up inside of the bell pepper? Yeah, that I don't know. So I have a theory, but it doesn't explain the longevity of the frog. But maybe the frog... <laughs> okay, theory time. So the frog's sitting on the bloom and doesn't move <laughs> for, for a really a long, long time. Like six weeks. <laughs> While the bloom turns into a pepper. Yeah. And it encapsulates him. That or maybe no. like halfway through it, he crawled up in there, couldn't get out, and it just you know went ahead. Well, but maybe the, yeah, maybe it was in the process of growing. And, but then there's uh, the question of how did it eat. But the better question slash scenario is what happened to all of that frog excrement? It was probably in the bell pepper. Yeah, so it's, it's not probably, eating. It's um, not pooping. Yeah. Huh. So was it like skin and bones? Like when they I found don't know. Frog? They didn't have like, a picture of it. Like they, I've been they waiting ended up, for years. Yeah. Did you it, post a picture of the frog or the pepper? No, and oh. what they did was they they they, they, they euthanized it for further study. And I'm like, why? You survived in a bell pepper, so we are going to yeah. kill you to see what made you oh live. Right? I know it's so it's, sad. It's like finding oh someone on a desert island that's been there for years, and you kill them to see how they did it. Yeah. It's like finally I'm safe, freedom. <laughs> oh man, so. So Stephanie ate a banana once that had a worm in it. Bill ate an apple once that had a worm in it. Yeah, but was there were there holes in this apple? And I don't really no. know. I mean, sometimes like, and it was like they'll a make just a little bitty hole. Like, I could uh, see that happening. It could be like in. eggs and egg, you know. So it might be just yeah. like a little kind of dented, small kind of. And they can spot, feed but... on the fruit. So hmm. when they cut the bell pepper, did they cut into the frog? No, because that would have killed it, and they wouldn't have had to euthanize it. Not necessarily. It. They could have just hit a leg or its eye. That wouldn't have killed it. Just cut its eye off. But, like, who did they give it to to euthanize it? Like, like you cut it open. Like, if I was to cut open a bell pepper with a frog, Scientists. I'm going to call somebody yeah. to be like, hey, I found this frog in a bell Throw pepper. Throw the frog like, outside. Yeah. Just gonna well, I guess they go. called whoever they bought it from the grocery store. And Your damn like, bell pepper's got frogs inside. So they just said they wanted to study, so they just killed the frog. That's yeah. great. Okay. Maybe the whole yeah. story's bullshit. Freaking humans. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a fun story. So, um, <laughs> crocodile still has the tire around its neck, and beware of the bell pepper because you never know what you'll find inside of it. And if you do find a piece of fruit, 
because a pepper is a fruit. If you do find a piece of fruit with a bug or a frog inside of it, don't euthanize it. Just let it go. Or eat it. One or the other. Oh. Keep so, it as a pet. Yeah, you could do that too, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm not really a frog guy. Yeah, yeah it belongs in nature. It's where it came from. Well, but Put then, it back in nature. But then, like, don't dogs belong in nature? Probably. Why do we have pet dogs? Because our pugs would not survive in nature. No, they don't. Yeah, only, like... Only, yeah, they're too domesticated now to, like, yeah. domesticate. I was going to say dumb. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, Do- like domesticated. Dumb there's coyotes and wolves, and then... Coyote? Um, Is it coyote or coyote? Coyote. coyote. Oh. And the then there's a couple, you know, there's the wild hunting dogs of South Africa, and then the dingoes of Australia. There's coyotes now, Fallon. Dingo ate my baby. All right, so it's time for this week's reptile myth slash debate. Only venomous snakes have teeth. That's why other snakes... Can't bite. True or false? False. True. False. <laughs> it's not. False. So. The look she gave you. <laughs> she's like, don't be an idiot, man. <laughs> this isn't true. Um, all snakes have teeth. Uh, venomous snakes have, are they, I guess they are technically fangs. Yeah. To deliver called, venom. The big ones are called fangs. Fanga. Yes. Fangs. Fanga. Fanga. Um. Venom I've never actually heard apparatus. this myth. Is this a, is this a Some myth? people think, oh, does it have teeth, you know? Like, they, I know yeah. it doesn't look like some snake have, ha, snakes have teeth when they, like, open their mouths, because it's kind of like... like the They're kind of recessed in the, their gums They're recessed in their gums, but with the with the venomous snakes, the fangs, like, hang down, so... Dangly parts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dangly bits. Can you name... Uh... <laughs> have you ever seen Harvey Birdman? I think I talked yep. about Harvey Birdman no, before no. on the podcast. Well, if you've seen Harvey Birdman, you'll understand the dangly parts reference. If you haven't seen it, then we'll go with dangly bits. Um, so, yeah, all snakes have teeth. Uh, venomous snakes have fangs. Some snakes' teeth are smaller than others, so you don't necessarily see them. Other uh, teeth are recurved, so when they bite, they tend to hang on, so yeah. don't yank. Yeah. Um, and then there's like... Yeah, they can break off teeth of your snake that way. And non-venomous snakes do not have fangs, so don't call them fangs, damn it. Yeah. And then there's two different types. There's fixed, fang- fixed fangs and then the... Like fangs from like vipers and stuff. Yeah, like the retractable. Like or... yeah, the lapids have fixed fangs. Elapid. And then there's rear like fang. Yeah, like snakes yeah, as rear well. Fang. Like, like hog noses, yeah. And boom slangs. Did you say boob slang? Boom oh. slang. <laughs> it do, it did kind of sound like, like boob, boob slang. Boom. Boob slang would be titty. That's boob, boob slang. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha ha. Wah wah wah. I need your microphone. <laughs> um. All right, so it's time, in the words of Bruce Buffer, to move on to my favorite section, Conspiracies, Theories, and Mysteries. (laughs) That is so damn cool. Yes, it is. (laughs) I'll save it for next week. So, um, today I don't think we're really, today's more of a debate rather than a conspiracy theory or mystery. Um, it's something I said we weren't going to talk about, but (laughs) let's do it, right? So, former Illinois governor, Rod, I'm going to pronounce his last name incorrectly. Isn't it Rob? Was it Rob? I thought it was Rod. Rob. Rob. It's Rob. 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 Blagojevich. Rob? I thought, it was Rod, Rod. I thought it was Rodney Blagojevich. Oh, yes, it is Rod. Rodney. Yes. Oh, Rodney. You Never guys. Sorry. It Rod is Rodney. Blagojevich Sorry. was um, sentenced to like 12 or 14, 14 years. 14 years. So he was um, you know, sentenced to prison for selling the Senate seat or attempting to sell the Senate seat 
I don't think he actually sold it. So is that a crime? Obviously, it is a crime. You know, it's um, corruption. It's abuse of power. Um, but President Trump pardoned him like today, I think. Yesterday. It was yesterday. yesterday. Um, was or no, he didn't pardon him. He commuted, commuted his sentence. Which yeah. means he still did something wrong. He did eight years yeah. of his 14-year search. So commuted his sentence and said, hey, you've done enough time. So naturally, anytime a sentence is commuted, there's a hot debate. And especially with this being um, political, it's an even hotter debate. Now, President Trump is a Republican. Uh, the former governor is a Democrat. So nobody can sit here and say it's a favoritism thing they can't say oh he's just doing it because you know it's a fellow republican or whatnot maybe it's um, a political stunt so <laughs> yeah I, I mean so yeah this is the debate i guess that i'm kind of interested to get into like do you think he should have been commuted why i think the best not? part is that he didn't even know he was commuted the other inmates came to him and told him that they saw it on tv <laughs> right that's, that that's... they watched on tv went how, and told him how that it that, was happening. how does that even happen yeah i know i thought that was like the best part, he poor communication. Yeah, <laughs> very poor, poor communication. It's, it's like he finding... just makes a he just the president just gets up there and say, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know. and maybe yeah, and yeah, maybe it hadn't been officially done yet, or he didn't right. bounce off of them. Yeah. So, um, in my honest opinion, um, I, I, I do think eight years is enough time served for something like that. Um, yeah, definitely a crime. Uh, definitely not something that any elected official should be doing, but. We have people that literally get away with murder, literally get away with murder, and uh, just walk away from it. Um, we have somebody very close to our family that beat a child within an inch of their life and never did one day in jail. Yeah. Never one day. Beat this child within an inch of their life. The child's still having seizures, can't speak, and... Uh, and wasn't he, like, only three months old? He yeah. was... Yeah. Yeah. Never, never did one day in jail because of some sort of... What was the... I don't know. Some sort of missing piece i don't know what it was it was bullshit is what it was yeah he played the ptsd card oh yeah pulled that card i have ptsd so uh -huh. i beat three-month-old infants into an inch of their life because with multiple me. skull fractures yeah. And, yeah but then you've got somebody who tries to sell a senate seat and they get sentenced to 12 years and that's out of principle is why they do that because uh you know they want to make a point you know you want to make an example of somebody but uh i don't know i'm looking for a debate here i'm curious what do, what do you three think yay nay should it be commuted should he do his time i i do would think trump's think being that, yeah he he did his time for you know the crime that. well thanks for this hot I, debate i think he you know <laughs> i think he did his time because originally like it his with his sentencing of the 14 years it was because there was like i think it was like eight different charges that he got this 14 year sentence on but then after the sentence and you know another judge was like well i think these five are kind of like need to be thrown out but they never yeah. ever changed his time you know for that so yeah. i think if they're going to throw out some charges then obviously they should have you know, change the sentencing. So I think, you know, it's what? totally... Yeah. So what do you guys think about, you know, so we can agree that, you know, eight years was enough time served, but what do you think about Trump commuting the sentence? I mean, you, you said you thought it might be a political stunt. I mean... Maybe it's just to kind of gain... Democrat. Some Democrat... Yeah. Votes. Like, yeah. votes or just maybe trust or... Oh, I don't know. But the thing is, do the Democrats really like this guy? Blagojevich? Well, <laughs> I don't really think it's a matter of like or dislike. It's, it's a matter Democrat of policy and what... <laughs> You know, the way the country's going, the country's doing really good. I mean... Well, so politically, there's... I don't know. So I'm an elected official. I mean, he for, could he could just be doing it to, you know, kind of be making a bridge between the two parties. Well, yeah, which, that, that's exactly mm -hmm. where I'm going. So, exactly. but, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an elected official. I'm... You know, I try not to play the partisan card, but uh, I am a Republican. I get along great with people that are Democrats. And I think that what I've found 
is kind of what you know Heather was saying actually or kind of leading into that there's really two different types of politicians these days from an ideology standpoint there's the um, older school politician that is us and them uh, they those are hard party line voters um, they only vote Democrat or they only vote Republican no matter what they don't care who it is um, you know Lucifer himself could run for <laughs> office and if he has a D or an R behind his name that matches their ideology they're gonna vote for that person um, they also immediately brand the other side as evil, no matter what. And um, I see a lot of that generally from kind of like older school politicians. Um, then there's what I like to kind of call like the new wave uh, politician, which is definitely where I classify myself and a lot of guys and gals my age for that matter. And uh, my personal ideology is that, hey, we're all human beings. Um, we differ in opinion, no differently than Bill and I sitting here across from each other in this podcast. And we differ on a lot of things, you know, like. Bill says that unicorns are real, but aliens aren't, or whatever. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not unicorns. Cupid is real, or no, not Cupid. centaurs. Centaurs is kind of like a unicorn. I guess you could say centaurs, yeah. So, um, but like me personally, um, I don't buy into that us and them. Um, I am not a party line voter. If somebody's the right person for the job, they're going to get my vote, personally. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's just... We are people that are trying to do what we believe is right to represent our constituents. Now, there's definitely corruption. There's definitely people that vote for the wrong reasons. They vote for, you know, a personal interest or a vested interest. I mean, I'm not going to deny any of that. But for somebody to, for a Democrat, for instance, to be pissed off just because a Republican commuted another Democrat, you know, it would make no sense. It's like, hey, whether you like Trump or not... Um, he looked at this particular situation and said, hey, he's done enough time. There was you know, a few others that go. he... Uh, yeah, I didn't even follow what all yeah, he Yeah, there was like a couple others too. But uh, th this was obviously kind of a hot one because um, you know, there's a lot of jokes about it because Rod's not the first Illinois governor to right. <laughs> to be convicted of right. on corruption. Mm -hmm. It's Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chicago, Illinois, man. Illinois is a freaking mess. Chicago needs to be its own state. Yeah. Well, it's like that Chicago is, you know, and then the, a few counties you know in chicago and at cook county and some others it's like that little section controls the whole freaking state right which isn't really fair so and it's not fair life isn't fair i know no it's not i know but i'm allowed to say that that's why i said but uh but no i I, <laughs> I know lots of people that are just basically saying just put a big fence around chicago let them do the their wall, thing build yes, a wall. Yep, exactly. build a wall. just like that yeah wall. and just you know have their things and so, Either. but I generally try not to talk politics on here just because, um, because of my political stance and, uh, but you know, I'm kind of at a point now anymore. It's like, Hey, this is who I am. So either vote for me or don't. Yeah. <laughs> I voted for me. Well, and I don't, I don't vote straight. Party line. Party line. I mean, I vote for, cause like in the last one, I voted for a few, uh, libertarians and I think one Democrat. But yeah. So. That that's where that's where it gets interesting. So when I was on the uh, city council for O'Fallon, that's nonpartisan. So we all ran as independents. Once right. I moved up to the county level, it's partisan. So you have to pick a party. Right. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. What I always uh, liked about the city um, was we could really keep partisan politics out of it. Now everybody knew where everybody sat. You know, there was no question about that. But it was very much issue orientated. So if we had an issue, we dealt with the issue. Um, at the county level, it is still very much issue-orientated, but you do start to see the partisan politics a little bit. I mean, naturally, as you move up into state or federal, um, it becomes even more partisan to the point yeah. where, you know, let's take the recent impeachment, for instance. So, you know, the House convicts them, which is Democrat-controlled. The Senate throws it out, which is Republican-controlled. Yeah. Nobody looked at any facts. The whole 
trial, in my opinion, was nothing more than a charade. Right. The whole the whole impeachment. They there was no evidence of yeah. any crime. But but it was a charade. Like yeah. that the House knew it would never. You know, every, everybody knew that he wasn't going to actually be impeached right. because of the fact that he was impeached. He just wasn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. He wasn't yeah. removed. Yeah. No, he was impeached, but he wasn't removed. You're right. Um, but the but, thing is, they he he exposed people that he wanted to expose to the public. Yeah, like so the, the Bidens, Bidens are the still Bidens under investigation are, now. Yeah, they're, they're hardcore under and then, But it's like, is he the one that wanted to expose them? Well, I think <laughs> they wanted to pull Joe Biden from the race. And this right here, you know, Trump was able to handle this part. But I, I think, I don't know, I, I kind of agree with you. I think Trump was behind the whole impeachment thing. I think he almost instigated it because by doing he so... He does that. Well, oh, because... Yeah. He, 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 he knows what they want and then he'll deny them. And then they'll do all these, you know, take all these things to court and stuff to say. And then he'll, he'll go ahead and give it to them. And then it exposes, you know, But it their... immediately removed the front runner. Like, Joe yeah. Biden, he's still trying to do it, but you don't even hear about him in the news anymore. It's well, Bernie I think Sanders Bernie Sanders is, like, front runner now. Yeah, it's Sanders and Elizabeth Warren that are the front runners, so... The... Or as Stella says, this Mike Bloomberg person that keeps interrupting my slime <laughs> videos needs to go away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's everywhere. And so, the, it's funny, the uh, Bloomberg, I don't know if you heard, but, like, right when he announced he hadn't secured his domain name yet, and someone Uh-oh. else snatched it up and started selling t-shirts on it. Oh, it's so funny. It's like, this is the man that's running for president. Doesn't even secure his domain name before he announces. What a fool. But uh, He's trying to buy it because he's a billionaire. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. or he just moved on at that point. But, um, but yeah, I, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, so it removed, you know, Joe Biden from the, the, yeah. the race as a front runner. So I don't think it was an accident. And uh, I'm actually, I'm reading a book right now um, called The Art of the Deal. It was a book yeah. that Donald Trump wrote uh, back in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, it's really interesting. It follows a lot of his um, you know, different projects and whatnot, like Trump Tower, et cetera. And uh, he's a pretty smart guy. He would do mm-hmm. some, I can't even think it off the top of my head, but there was some pretty some wild like stuff. skating rink in general. Yeah, yeah. so the Woolman rink at, um, uh, in Central Park in New York City. So it was a skating rink. And um, the city of New York, or New York City, you know, they were trying to renovate it or whatever. And they were six years and $12 million in, and they had to keep redoing it. Like, they laid all the copper pipe and then uh, let the copper pipe sit out for an entire year before laying the concrete. So vandals went in and stole it. And of course. There was all yeah. these leaks. And then they poured the concrete over it without inspecting it and then filled it with Freon, and it's leaking everywhere. So then they had to jackhammer up all the concrete to try to repair the pipes. But the jackhammering caused so much vibration, you know, it ruined other ones. And yeah. um, Donald Trump at the time, uh, you know, was building or had built Trump Tower, and he had naturally the sweetest penthouse in there, and it looked out over Central Park. And every time he looked out his window, all he saw was this just massive eyesore of construction. Yeah. So he goes to New York City several times and offers to fully fund it. You know, if it's like, hey, if you let me take this over, um, I'll pay for it out of pocket, not a cost to New York City. And um, they kept denying him over and over and over uh, because, uh, you know, it was kind of a pride thing. And him and the mayor of New York did not get along and, you know, they just wouldn't let it happen. And so finally, you know, the press catches wind of this. And when the press finds out, um, they're very pro-Trump and uh, very anti-New York City administration because, you know, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And so that gave the pressure to the politicians to allow him to take it over. Now, one of the, the funniest parts of this story, at least to me one of the funniest parts, when he uh, gave the financial proposal to the city of New York, he said, all right, here's the deal. Um, I'm going to build it in six months. You know, they're already six years in. He said, I'll build it in six months for $3 million um, out of my pocket. Once it's done, that $3 million will be an interest-free loan to the city of New York, and you only have to pay it back through the profits of the rink. If the rink never profits, I never get paid back. So no loss to the city, no interest, no money up front. 
Well, the city turned him down on that. And they said, there's no way we're going to let you capitalize from the profits. He said, you don't understand. I'm not trying to capitalize. I'm giving you an interest-free loan for $3 million that you pay back with the profits if there are any. And so they counter-offered and they said, how about this? How about you build the rink and when it's done, we'll write you a check for $3 million. <laughs> oh my God, people. He's like, all right, whatever, done. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, like, all right, I'll take your money. Yeah, if you don't want to keep the $3 million in your pocket as an interest-free loan, fine, you know, pay yeah. me back. So, or the fact if you never profit, yeah, if you, you never, never profit, would have had to have paid yeah. me at all. Yeah, it's, it was just, you know, he wanted that. So um, he ended up building it in four months and he came in three quarters of a million dollars under budget. So he took that three quarters of a million with the blessing of the city and he ended up renovating a skate house, which was right there. And I guess there was a restaurant in the area that he completely renovated. So yeah, did it in four months. Um, what he did was he hired uh, basically a rink builder out of Canada. Um, who knows how to build professional ice rinks, but, you know, Canada, where there's a right. lot of hockey. So they came down, they built it, um, or they, they designed it, and then uh, his the construction company that built Trump Tower, you know, those contractors are the ones that actually built it. They ended up building it over the old rink. Um, it was just cheaper to do that rather than tear everything up and start over. Yeah. And um, it was a huge success. The, the biggest obstacle they had was when it was time to test it, it had to be below 55 degrees for four days. And it was like October, and go figure, they had like unseasonably warm temperatures of like 80 degrees for weeks. <laughs> and so finally they get their four days, they test it, you know, it floods it, ices it, and it was perfect. And uh, he said now he gets to look out his window and he gets to see uh, you know, a skating rink full of people ice skating. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know where I went with that, but really good story, uh, really good book. And I guess what I'm ultimately getting at is love him or hate him, um, you know, that's up to you, but you can't. You can't discredit the fact that the man is a freaking genius, um, no. at least when it comes to business. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Bill, the economy's good. I mean, yeah. that's for sure. And it's like we always, I mean, I know the stock market fluctuates all the time, but, I mean, it's like I hear, like, record highs all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, the and, then it, and then, it, you know, it does go down. Yeah, but So we'll see what happens in the presidential election. But uh, yeah. Trump is commuting sentences right now, and uh, we have... <laughs> The former Illinois governor out. Is he out yet? Like yes. out, out? Yeah, he went home last night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because he was in Colorado and then he came back to Chicago yesterday. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So. Yeah, they said that like the airport had people lined up waiting to shake his hand and he went through and was really? like shaking everyone's hands and it's, his it's, house was like swarmed with What's people really in funny newspaper. is that he came out of prison with a with uh, pure white hair. Yeah. Oh, really? Because he can't. Can't they dye his hair. Dye his hair yeah. in prison, so uh -huh. he Have looks, you seen a picture of him? He looks like seen. Jack Frost or something. It's just <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Uh -huh. Is he all ripped? Like, did he work out every day in there? I don't think so. He didn't no. look like it. He just looked, I didn't see no His hair is pure white, though. It's I did hear that on the news that he's, he came out with <laughs> white hair. Yeah. Well, I did I hear that on the news. because, like, his big thing was always, like, his, I guess he had, like, this nickname of, like, something about black poofy hair or something. Yeah. Like, it was, like, what he was known for. And so when he came out, yeah. His hairstyle's yeah. as bad as Trump's. Yeah. <laughs> so. Must be something. I don't know, man. Like, if I ever get to that level of politics, don't ever let me do that to my hair. I to won't. comb over with my dreads. You're Just, not. Yeah. Because <laughs> they end up winning. It's like all <laughs> doing his wave thing. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Well, so that wasn't much of a conspiracy theory or mystery, and it wasn't even much of a debate, but it was... Uh, I could debate, but I'm I'm going to keep my mouth shut. So. Oh, you sure you don't want to? Because yeah, I know I know you hate, hate, hate. And I don't Donald understand Trump. why. And right. I hate and him. I oh, really she's biting don't. her lip. Tell oh, us, tell this us is you up think to you. I just don't think morally he is. 
good. If you want well, to open this can of worms. Trump, but you think he shouldn't have been released? Oh, no, she's talking about Trump as a oh. human being. She thought, despises him. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm so just letting everybody know that. Though. Well, yeah, do, I mean, what were your thoughts on the sentence commutation? Do you feel I, like I think it's any problem okay. With it? No. Yeah. Not really. So, Rod, you're free. Enjoy your freedom. Um, moral of the story, A, don't try to sell a Senate seat. We don't have to pay B, our tax money for his... And he was on well, rec- he was re- on recording. Yeah, that's that. the thing. B, if you're going to do it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> really? On a record? Hey, come on, man. Like, Don't get caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't leave a trail behind you. That's what's going to... That's, that's what's the in the process part. of... These massive arrests that are getting ready to happen. Yeah. They so, thought they would never have to cover. All these massive arrests. Yep. <laughs> You've been saying this for 10 years. Bill. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a list because there is, it's, they're just not high profile people yet. Yeah. Um, a list of people that are going to get arrested? Yeah. When and that have been arrested. arrested. Uh, just the corruption and Your treason. Kiss is on my and, list, Bill. And all that other kiss. stuff, so. Anyone? No. Yeah. Because your kiss, your kiss. I, I, Who did yeah, you used to always play that for? Uh, I used to play all sorts of gay stuff for Bill. I thought it was Bill. Not me. Yeah, just to make him happy. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Let's move on. Heather, what do you have? Okay, we're going to do a spelling bee today. Oh, my gosh. Oh, snap. I'm not good at spelling. Well, you are You're now. each going to get two words. Okay. So, okay, let's start. Matt, you get the first word. All right. Malfeasance. Mal. Decence. Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? It's conduct or? by a public official that violates the public trust or is against the law. <laughs> well, I did this I did this before knowing what we were going to talk about for conspiracies. So. Okay. So using it in a sentence, we could say the former Illinois governor was malfeasant in his actions. Yeah. Took part in malfeasance. Malfeasance? Malfeasance. Yeah. All right. Malfeasance. M-A-L- <laughs> Malfeces. <laughs> M-A-L-F-E-I-N-C-E. Nope. Is it I before E? Except nope. after C? Except I after Malfeasance? Nope, it's spelled M-A-L-F-E-A-S-A-N-C-E. Malfeasance. All right. Oh my Strike gosh. one. Okay, Stephanie. Okay. Acquiesce. To accept as inevitable to comply passively. Can you say it again? Acquiesce. Acquiesce? Have you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Acquiesce. Will we acquiesce to deny your request? Yes. A Q U Marty off. Yes. <laughs> I might as well rock it. That's the point. Just go on. Let's go on. Acquiesce. I'm going to change. I want to say. Oh, uh, you can't go back. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. You can go back. I don't know. A Q U. Probably A C U. Yeah, I know. I was like A C Q U. Apparently, my watch doesn't agree. A C Q U E I E U S. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I need paper here. Okay, it's 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 spelled A C Q U I E S C E. Acquiesce. I could have done that. Okay, Bill. This might be easy. It might be hard. Embarrass embarrassing. <laughs> this will be embarrassing if you don't spell it right. E M B. I can spell that one. A R. A S S I N G. So close. How embarrassing, Bill. <laughs> is two R's. Oh. Is two R's. I misspelled it too. My yeah. bare ass. All right. I love that word. 
Okay, yes. Matt, here's another one for you. Let's see if you can get it. This is a little bit easier, so you might get it. Yeah, how embarrassing. Necessary. Oh, fuck, I can't spell that word. <laughs> have I told you that I can't spell that I think word? You no. Why would this. you do this to me? Because. I think I remember you do, you do um, so you can't fun. even spell Convenience, necessary, necessarily. Whoo. Oh, you're just giving me more ideas, bud. Yeah, okay. Uh, necessary. N-E-C-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. No. <laughs> So close. One no. C. Yes. There's only one C. Can't do it, man. That's one of those words. It's just it doesn't work in my head. Okay. You didn't know that? I've never told you I can't do that one? Nope. I figured yeah. you picked that up from me talking in the office. Nope. Uh-huh. Okay. I think I remember you okay, saying Okay, Stephanie, here's yours. Anemone. It's invertebrates with long, bright clusters of Anemone. tentacles. Anemone. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. A N E. A N E. And then N O M I E. I. Anemone. I. I A. I A. Sorry. Anemia. It's spelled A N E M O N E. I A. Anemia. All right, I'm Bill. Like, I can see it in my head, but I'm like, ah. Oh. Okay, Bill. Wow, word zero oh, last, for zero. Last, last word. Come on, you can do this, Bill. Oh, we always. I always. I know it's spell embarrassing no. and necessary. Then you give me you should give him Bill an enemy. Miscellaneous. M I S C period. That's it. M I S C period. <laughs> yeah. Miscellaneous. M I S C O L A N I E S. Well, that wasn't even that wasn't even close. There was an O. After the first four letters, you just went downhill from there. Okay, it was M I S C E L L A N E O U S. Miscellaneous. Wow. Man, no wonder they abbreviate that word. That's a long word. Well, for what it's worth. None of us really have to spell for a living. No. Bill takes care of snakes. It's and called roaches. spell check, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess I don't know. I you do and I write that. the newsletter and the website, but yeah, social media. Awesome. Well, do you guys have anything that you want to drop on our audience before we wrap up for the day? Grace said that Heather wanted us to fail. Yeah, that's okay. No, I thought sometimes you guys surprise me. I will throw this out. We have a surprise for um, the vendors at the upcoming uh, Show Me Snakes shows. Yeah. Well, we're going to debut it in Springfield, but it'll probably become a fixture. It was just delivered during this podcast. Ah, Yeah, okay. I'm not going to say what it is, but um, it keeps things cold, and it has a, uh, a spout. I'll leave it at that. Keeps it cold, and it has a spout, and it's big and heavy and on wheels. It's going to be awesome. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, Heather's going to test my memory because I don't have my list of where to find the podcast. So Oh, wow. I thought I had it on there. I should have it memorized. So you can find us everywhere. You can find us at Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Did you say Stitcher? I did say Stitcher. Yes, YouTube. YouTube. Apple Podcasts. I said Apple Podcasts. Okay. Hey, Google TDI Live and you'll find us. You'll figure it out. So we're out there. <laughs> on pretty much every major um, podcast outlet. So thank you for taking the time to listen to us. If you're listening to us right now, it is Thursday, February the uh, 20th, but we are recording it on Wednesday, February the 19th, which just means we 
traveled through time. Debbie's making guesses Again. on the delivery up there. So, um, guesses of what it could be? Uh-huh. Did she guess right yet? Well, let's not say. Let's not say. Otherwise, people <laughs> guess what You all will find out. So, um, thank you for tuning in to TDI Live. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. Gonna hit the ground, run.